Hello fellow witches and wizards and welcome to Witchcraft Wednesday, the podcast where I chat about all things magical and spiritual. My name is Ruby and today we are going to be covering tarot cards versus oracle cards. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope it is both entertaining and informative. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So just a little bit of an introduction from myself. My name is Ruby, or Rubixie, as you can find me on all of my socials. I am a baby witch, and I have been practicing for about two years or so now. I first came into, well, the discovery of witchcraft is actually something that I've been looking at for a good few years. Um, Something that I've always been interested in, but never really ended up getting into it, honestly, out of fear. Um, But very much, witchcraft is a very individual practice, and the same reasons that pulled me in are going to be different reasons that pulled you in, you know? There's not going to be one in the same. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that I really, really enjoy witchcraft, is the fact that it's individual to each person. No two people have the same experience. Like, you'll very much have very similar experiences, but none of it will you know, be the same for everybody. And I think that's something that I really like about it. It's individual to each person. So I guess getting into today's episode, what is the difference between tarot and oracle cards? Well, for a start, let's look at the difference in decks. So the tarot cards is your very stereotypical 78 card deck, comprising of wands, swords, cups, pentacles and the major arcana. The suits per se are split into two different types of cards. You've got your pip cards which are your ace to ten and then you have your court cards which are the page, knights, queens and kings. Now oracle on the other hand are very much very free-flowing I find as opposed to tarot cards which are very much rigid and structured and all tarot cards are the same. It is very, very unlikely that any oracle cards or set of oracle cards will be the same. Oracle cards can have anywhere from 12 to 100 cards in it and they follow no particular path as to any rigidity in like suits and different like types of arcana. They are very much whatever the creator made and then decided to put them into an oracle card. So the difference um, between them, I find personally, is that oracle cards tend, I tend to reach for my oracle cards when I need more of an insight into what I'm doing. I need advice um, on like an overarching situation or, you know, like this is an issue that I'm dealing with, how can I fix it, you know? Or what can I do to aid myself is probably a better way rather than fix it. Whereas I find that tarot card is where I tend to, my tarot cards are where I tend to reach to if I need answers. For example, what is it in my life that is stopping me from getting to this point I want to be at? Or how do I get to said point? It's very much more defining answers. And I guess a good way of looking at it, and I can't remember where I saw it from, so I do apologise, but oracle cards are more of a book. So 
oracle cards, kind of like looking at the blurb, gives you the whole overarching story of it all. Whereas the tarot cards are a chapter. They get you from point A to point B, but won't give you the full overview of your life. And they can do that, but in the metaphor, tarot, tarot cards tend to be a chapter, whereas oracle cards tend to be a book in general. Now before we talk a bit more about tarot versus oracle cards, I just wanted to take a moment to talk about me personally and how you can help me and support me, especially with starting up a new podcast. I know there are going to be some of you out there who really, really enjoy this podcast and you're like, Ruby, Ruby, how can we help you? And there are going to be others that are like, please just hurry up and get back to the content. So I'm going to make this quick for you. There are two ways, honestly, that you can help me. The first is word of mouth and the second is reviews. So podcasting, as I said, is very, very difficult to start up with. So if you really are enjoying this episode or at the end of this, you find yourself thinking, you know what, that was a really good episode. The best thing I can ask you to do is to tell a friend, honestly. Be like, hey, I found this amazing podcast called Witchcraft Wednesday where they talked about um, tarot and oracle cards, I really think you'd enjoy it. Genuinely, that is probably one of the best things that you can do to help me out. As, like I said, gaining an audience when podcasting at first is very, very difficult. The second one is probably like the most statistical answer to my question, is leaving a review. As I didn't realise that well, I didn't realise until recently that reviews are the only ways on most platforms that podcasts get discovered. If you don't have a good couple of five-star reviews attached to your podcast, you're less likely to get promoted. In fact, it's actually highly unlikely that you get promoted. So if you really are enjoying this, then please do leave a review as it will help me get boosted. So thank you. Anyways, back on. Shut up. Shut up, Ruby. We don't want to hear about any more of this. Let's get on with the content. <laughs> Carrying on with the podcast, now that we've had that little diversion, uh, I'm going to talk a bit about my tarot and oracle cards that I personally use. So probably the first ones that I got were my oracle cards, actually. Recommended by a friend that oracle cards are probably the easiest to get on with at first. I find that my Oracle cards are probably my favourite to reach towards in a certain situation. Um, they are absolutely gorgeous and they are the Starseed Oracle cards. A 53 card deck, uh, including a guidebook, by Rebecca Campbell, uh, with the artwork done by Danielle Noel. And this is a very, in my eyes, a very impressive Oracle deck. And I don't see many people using these, actually. I actually bought these off of Amazon. So when I was first looking at getting into witchcraft and especially divination in general, I saw this on Amazon and I felt instantly connected to it. Now, I do recommend for your first um, deck, whether that's tarot or oracle, do try and see them in person. Because from what I have heard, it is incredibly rare to feel so connected with a deck online however i would like to say that i am i am the exception to the rule <laughs> because i definitely saw these on amazon and i felt an instant connection to them and i was like this is it i have to get them i just have to get them and they are honestly they are so beautiful 
so the the blurb essentially <laughs> i guess for want of a better word if we're using the book analogy of um these cards are pretty much um so you've probably heard of the terms new soul um and old soul you know when someone says you've got a really old soul um essentially this adds onto that that there are starseed souls people who connect very much to their cosmic origins so this is very much stars and astrology based i guess um for the easiest way to put it so it says have you always had a longing for home without really knowing what that meant if so you could be a starseed soul this uh this activating oracle will help you unlock your soul gifts connect with your cosmic origins and remember who you truly are essentially it goes upon the basis that starseeds are souls from other planets which is why they never really feel at home very much and they always feel like there is much more to life than what they are dealing with and i just felt instantly connected to that because i was like yes that is, that is so me like i very rarely feel settled in what i'm doing and i always feel like after a certain amount of time i'm like right that's it time to get on time to move on and do things so that is my oracle deck starseed oracle and they are gorgeous cards you know they are genuinely so beautiful cards such beautiful cards like if i pull a random one now i've just pulled the cosmic heart which is uh, about devotion potency and make your life a moving prayer in which the background is kind of like a dark starry night with a white swirl of what looks like almost cloud but i would probably say is a gas with a what looks to be a very feminine person across the front um it's very interpretive as well which i like and i find with these oracle cards a lot of the images unlike tarot cards where most images on most cards are the same each image on an oracle deck it's highly unlikely you will find two very similar oracle decks but they're very much open to interpretation it's very much using a lot more of your intuition than your tarot cards tend to now going on to tarot cards i have a pretty funny story with my tarot cards so it took me a very long time to finally feel a calling with tarot i probably practiced oracle for about a year year and a half before i finally felt a connection with my tarot cards um because honestly i was scared of my tarot cards and i got these i have the original rider weight tarot deck um very much um the basis or like the ones that you see in movies the most and yeah i got these i went on a trip to the village of Glastonbury, not to be confused with the festival, to look at the, because um, it's a very spiritual village, and I was told by my family that I'd probably really like it there, because they went there, and they were like, you have to go, you would absolutely love it. So I went, and I ended up buying a tarot deck, they really called to me, we went into this little shop that was there, and I was like, I have to get them. I very much had a very similar calling, to the starseed oracle cards that i brought off of amazon which is a really weird place to buy something so connected to yourself but yeah i um got the tarot cards 
I got them, I tried using them, and I just didn't, it didn't feel right. So I kind of put them to the bottom of my bag, and I carry my oracle and tarot cards around with me 99% of the time, as I feel that even though they are in their boxes, it means they understand me better. Now, each person's different with this. You know, some people don't like carrying their oracle cards around. I find all their tarot cards, actually, for that fact. Um, I find that my cards tend to read better if they've been around with me, because then they know what I've experienced. And they can really take that into consideration when I'm asking them questions. And I feel like they know me more. Um, but yeah, it was only really recently that I... Honestly, probably thanks to the website Biddy Tarot that I started getting into tarot in general because I was very much scared of tarot because there's always right and wrong answers. Whereas with Oracle, it's very much, like I keep saying, it's very free-flowing. There is a lot more that you can interpret from the cards. And I think as I've gone on this journey with my tarot deck... I've definitely felt a lot more, how do you say it, a lot more of a connection in recent weeks, honestly. <laughs> um, I feel that's been amplified a lot recently. Honestly, I have felt such a connection and it's, to a lot of people, that's really weird that it's taken like a year and a half for me to finally get the connection with my tarot cards. And there are like many different reasons that this could happen. Um, but I think honestly I was scared and speaking to one of my friends who also does tarot readings um, She very much said, you know, take the plunge, do it, just try connecting with them like every day And that'll probably be the way that you fall in love with your tarot cards Because if you enjoy Oracle, you will probably enjoy tarot It's just a lot more to learn And I'm very much one for learning um, Especially when it comes to uh, witchcraft, you know it's very much a, it's a study and sometimes an art. I mean, it is definitely an art, not sometimes an art. It is definitely an art. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of learning to do with tarot. And there's this um, really amazing podcast, um, which I will link in the description. I think, I believe it's Alacrial Tarot that I've been listening to a lot recently goes really in depth explains the cards honestly such a good podcast very long episodes go very in depth about them and really good resource to use so definitely check that out like i said i will leave it in the description of this episode for you guys to check out but yes i very much have always been worried with tarot cards in general but i've definitely fallen in love a lot more with them recently and I was doing a reading, honestly, about um, career goals in general. Um, and I asked my cards recently, what can I do to be happy and fulfill my dreams that I want to? To which I got um, the Page of Cups and the Knight of Pentacles as two of the cards. Um, one card jumped out at me, a different one, and then I also pulled another one. And this was probably three or four days ago I did this and then this morning I did a, another reading on um, kind of like a past present future on just my whole creative journey and my career in general and I got those two cards again 
which I had properly like shuffled the deck and everything, which I think definitely cemented it in place for me, you know. That yes, there are right and wrong ways to interpret the cards, but the cards will show themselves to you and you can take as long as you need to analyze them and to look into the meanings of them. Like you don't have to know everything off the top of your head, which I'm really glad is a lesson that I've learned recently. You know, you can use multiple websites and multiple different resources to come to the conclusion and to find the understanding because until you know all of that off the top of your head, you're going to have to use other resources in order to, you know, interpret the cards and to help yourself learn because at the end of the day, we are all constantly learning and I know some people who read tarot who have been reading for years and they're still constantly learning with the whole like different interpretations like then meet someone who's like oh I interpret this card this way and they're like oh really I'd never thought about it that way so it really does you know mean a lot personally um and it's very much still a lot of your interpretation on the cards and I think another thing was I was talking to my friend another reason sorry that I started not believing because I've always believed in tarot cards but really started feeling that connection with them that they are listening to me and they're responding to me and the situations that I'm putting them in and putting myself in and asking them is that I was showing my friend um it was online so through a camera I was showing them my cards and my different decks because they're very interested in that don't practice themselves but always have like an open mind and a very interested in that kind of thing and I pulled out the three of swords just to show them and be like yes this is one of the cards and after looking to the meanings of the three of swords was very much like yes this is a card that wanted to say something to you you know they were going through without disclosing too much but if you know the three of swords then you'll know the kind of the kind of situation that it would imply that you're in very much feeling like you're being left out that there's a lot of heartache and um very impulsive at times that card can be um which speaks very much to a situation that my friend currently finds themselves in to which they were kind of like oh that's a that's a little freaky how accurate that is and i think that for my friend and me kind of cemented the fact that the cards are going to present themselves to you no matter whether you think it's right or wrong they are going to present themselves to you if they've got something that they need to say to you and i think that's gotten over helped me get over my fear for reading for other people because i'm always worried that even though like i keep saying that the cards are gonna that there is no wrong answer and the cards are going to show themselves to you if they've got a message they want to tell you i still fear that i'm going to do a reading for someone that's not going to resonate with them and that is a fear that pulling that card genuinely has kind of started ticking over in the fact that it's going to show itself if it's got something to say there is n if the person doesn't resonate with the reading that you do there and then in that moment it might be something that they need to look out for in the future if you're not doing a past present future spread and you haven't really defined a time period it may not be something that they resonate with currently it may be something that they resonate with in the future and some advice and some ideas that they need to take forward with them but honestly it's been a journey me with my tarot and oracle cards and i hope that this episode has provided some insight into it if this is something you're looking at getting into the world of div divination is honestly 
such a amazing and fantastical world to get into and there was so much more below the uh, surface with divination but yes i hope you enjoyed today's episode i will definitely be looking at doing a card by card short in-depth study of each of the different cards in the tarot deck now that i've started falling in love with them <laughs> and i hope that that is an episode that you are looking forward to as much as i am if you do want to support me then again the best two ways that you can do this is telling your friends about my podcast or leaving me a review on your chosen podcasting platform thank you so much for listening along to today's episode and i will see you all next week on witchcraft wednesday blessed be